Asia Tech Podcast. Voice of the Asian Tech Ecosystem. We are live. This is Pitch Tech Asia, powered by Asia Tech Podcast. My name is Graham Brown, joined by Kai Yin Lin, all the way from Taiwan. Exactly. Welcome. Thank you very much for having me here. So you flew in from Taipei? From Tainan, from the south of Taiwan. Okay, from the south. Yep. And when did you arrive in Singapore? Uh, three days back. Three days back. Yeah. Welcome to Singapore. Welcome to our <laughs> studio. <laughs> Thank you. We're going to talk about Takupa. Yep. And you very kindly explained to me what Takupa means right. in both Mandarin and potentially Japanese as right. well. Let's do the Mandarin version. Okay. What does it mean? So Takupa means um, park your parking spaces. Right. Okay. Yeah. So Ta means yours. Yeah. And Ku means uh, garage or parking space. Yeah. And Pa means parking. Okay, so we've done right. it in Mandarin. And in Japanese, <laughs> taku means like home or house. Yep. Right, and pa means parking. Could mean parking, right, excellent. Right. <laughs> so you got it all covered. All covered. Excellent, all good covered. for you. Thank so you. Kai Yin, um, we're going to talk about taku pa. Okay. And we'll look at your pitch deck. Yep. And we'll bounce around the pitch deck a little bit. We won't yep. necessarily follow the chronological order that you set it out. Right. And talk a little bit about your background as well. So sure. you're Taiwanese first. I'm Taiwanese. You spent quite a bit of time in Canada, right? Yes. What's the story there? Okay. So I left Taiwan when I was 12 years old. Uh-huh. And uh, simply because my mom wanted to um, send us to Canada just for a better education. Mm-hmm. So uh, she was asking me and my brother that if I wanted, um, we wanted to go there. And actually my brother went a year um, ahead of me. Older brother. My older brother, yes. So I was like, yeah, my brother's there. You know, he's telling me, you know, every time when we have a phone call, I say, you know, mom, like, mom and dad are not here. Like, I'm so free. You should join me. <laughs> I was like, yes, I will, mom. I'm going to Canada. Right. Where, where did you live in Canada? <laughs> I was in Toronto. Toronto. Right. Great. And how long did you live there? I was there for 12 years. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, we were staying with my um, parents' friends. Uh-huh. And, uh, but... Um, when we are 18 years old and we don't legally don't need any guardian, I'm, like me and my brother was like, hey, we should move out right away. And then like right when we were 18 years old. So we wow. did that and we were very happy. Yeah, great story. <laughs> to be free. Yeah, yeah awesome. <laughs> if only every teenager could do that, right? Right. So you're 12 years in Canada, you're Taiwanese, you're here in Singapore. And um, let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey as well and talk about Takapa. Sure. A uh, little bit of background. To that, before we start talking about Takapai, you um, spent some time working in Foxconn. Yep. Right? Yep. Obviously, for those that don't understand, explain a little bit about Foxconn first. Obviously, it's a okay. name very familiar in Taiwan and here in Singapore as well. So, Right. Foxconn is an ODM, uh, OEM company. I think it's the largest um, like you know, manufacturing company in the world. Uh, we have about more than 1 million employees uh, worldwide. And I was a project manager and uh, to handle a few projects with me. And I mean, it was a good time. I mean, I think that was the only job that I actually spent my four years and a half time yeah. there. Because before that, um, like after I graduated from Canada, I went back to Taiwan and I was working there for a few companies and uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I sort of hopping around and dipping in deep out for each companies and the majority of my experience are in sales. Mm. But uh, even I didn't really focus in one company for a long period, a long time, long enough time. But like I get a lot of opportunities and chances to travel like around the world because um, I'm dealing with all the overseas vendors and customers. And because of that, they makes me that I wanted to um, 
like working in the overseas hmm. uh, later on. You know, hmm. so I spent about my like eight years uh, working time in Taiwan, and I I was like I, I wanted to go somewhere. Right. So I actually moved from uh, Foxconn to Japan uh, mm-hmm. right after that. So how long were you in Japan? Uh, th- two and a half years. Right. About. Yeah, two and a half years. Hence Takupa. And then Takupa right now. Right. <laughs> Where were you in Japan? I was in Tokyo. Okay. Yeah, I was in Tokyo. And uh, be- but before I moved to Japan, I already planned that I want to have my own business, mm. which is Takupa that you see it right here. Right. And uh, I have been planning for a long time actually for my own business, but it was not that easy to start your own business and because uh, I don't have any technical background mm. and uh, I wanted to do this shirt parking things and so I was looking for um, like technical person mm. uh, to, to work together as a company but unfortunately it's not easy so um, I think the journey has been like uh, three three years four years already and finally I was like you know what I want to use my saving I'm gonna outsource I'm gonna do it right now if I don't do it now I'm not gonna do it ever. right <laughs> yeah. okay so you're based in Taiwan. At the moment, That's where yes. your company's registered. Yes. Okay. And just put this into context before we dive into the pitch deck. Okay. You're the founder. You have a co-founder or is it just you? I have a co-founder. You're, is that your technical co-founder? Uh, he's not really technical, right. but he's a designer. Okay. Yep. So yourself and a designer. Yeah. And when did you incorporate the company? Uh, last year, June. Okay. Yeah. So you're just under a year old. Under a year. This is in March. Well, not, yeah, not, not even a year yet. Yeah. Yeah. Under a year. Under a year. Okay. All right. So the first year was the biggest challenge as well. Let's see how you're getting on. We're going to dive into the pitch deck and maybe we can, I mean, obviously you've explained it's something to do with parking from the name, obviously. Yeah. Let's talk about the market you're in first okay. so people can understand. There's lots of different applications in parking. So, right. Um, I want to jump around here. You talk about the market opportunity. We're talking specifically for Taipei. Only yeah. at the moment. Yeah, right. right. So the capital city, city of Taiwan. Yes. What is the opportunity here? Can you define the market that you're in here so we can understand what it is that you're providing a, a solution to? Right. So it's a shared parking. It's like, you know, parking, you know, version of Airbnb. So mm-hmm. we want all the, uh, every individuals to share their uh, private parking spaces uh, for the outsider. And simply, um, like, is I mean, it's very easy because Taipei has very less parking right. and more cars there so that's the problem i'm trying to solve okay yeah so if i have a house and i have a, a private parking space right. i can rent that out through Takapo. exactly okay so we've yeah. seen markets like this already developed for example in europe and america right like park at my house or whatever it's called yes. dot com yeah and these are great ways for people to make money on the side right and also what I've seen, and we're sort of getting a little bit ahead of ourselves, is landlords buying properties that have mm-hmm. parking space because that's an extra revenue stream for them exactly. as well. Exactly, yeah. Okay, I'm sure you're going to elaborate a little bit more. So <laughs> um, let's talk about what the problem is first. And yeah. maybe you can help us understand yeah. whether it's a, a Taiwan specific problem as well, mm-hmm. and how it sort of, you know, how developed that is in Taiwan as well. We go right. back a little bit. You yeah. talked about the vision and the value proposition. What What is the problem? Why? Right. Is it just just supply and demand of parking spaces? Well, I mean, that's uh, I mean, that's the biggest issue there, of course. But um, on the other hand, then I'm trying to solve in Taiwan um, simply because if people have been to Taiwan and around like outside of Taipei, especially, um, you will find a lot of um, par- uh, street parkings. Uh, but they but we do not have uh, sidewalk. 
Mm. We, we don't have any sidewalks there, you know, like because it's no all sidewalks at all. No sidewalks at, at all, like you know, outside of Taipei City. Right. Well, I mean, like a lot, a lot of cities that they don't, and because it's occupied by the street, like mm. parallel parking mm. spaces, and which is that is the problem that we want we wanted to solve as well. So, um, if you look at the two questions or like you know two things at the same time, you know, short of parking spaces, no sidewalks. And shared parking is the best way to solve that problem, mm. because um, I have uh, been speaking to the city government around Taiwan, and we realized, you know, all the government they have the sense of, you know, like they know the issue, the parking issue is actually really bad for a city growing, you know, yeah. in a um, like you know, to 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 be a better city, more more friendly, but. Um, you know, in Taiwan, we're a free country, and people have a you know free mind. They're so used to of you know riding a scooter or you know driving a car, just park right in front of the stores, right? right? They don't want to change. They don't want to change. So, as several cities, they have trying to implement the sidewalks. You know, they 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 made it right. I mean, they make it. Uh, they, they made it. Um, but however, the people, um, citizen against it. Right. They say if you have a sidewalk there, I cannot park my car in front of the store anymore. So back up a little bit so I can understand, because I'm yep. sure people listening will want this explained. What, what's the deal with the sidewalk? So you, know, sidewalk, you can have a sidewalk and parking, no? Right, but I mean Taiwan is a very you know tiny you know, yeah. country and small cities, and you know like if you want to have a sidewalk and also have a side parking at the same time, for sure the road will be smaller. Yeah. Right. And the traffic will be, you know, like it, it, it's going to be create some traffic jams there. Right. More. Is it like Tokyo? Because I know a lot of the, there's a lot of back streets there where you can just narrowly get one of those like little minivans. Down. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. I've yeah. never been, so I just want to, okay. no, I mean, <laughs> right. obviously Taiwan I'm talking about. So yeah. Just in parallel how the city's planned out. Right. So you can either have sidewalks or parking. You yes. can have both. Well, I mean, even in Taiwan, there are some cities as a sidewalk, but car parks on the sidewalk. Oh, that, see. that is, is the that problem. Legal? That is illegal, but like, you know, it's just too many right. out there. And the police, they just can't Don't do, do anything. They, they can't do anything. It's, it's just like people call the police, they yeah. will do it individual case, but they don't do right. every single case. So you have to initiate the police to go out there and ticket that guy. Right, They won't exactly. be doing it themselves anyway. Yep, okay. exactly. Well, that's a problem. That's a problem. That's that, a big that, issue. That pisses a lot of people off as well. There's a lot of unhappy people <laughs> out as a result. Um, maybe we can talk about the numbers, just how big yep. the problem is. And we sort of jump past that slide. If we can go back in and back yeah. to that initial um, opportunity site. Can you give us some numbers and bear in mind that Right. Some people are listening rather than watching the pitch deck. I so, see. Okay. So please sort of walk us through the numbers. How big a problem is this in Taipei alone? Well, I mean, if you see a number on the deck, you know, there are like half of the cars uh, registered in Taipei, they do not have their own parking spaces. Right. So that means 50% of the cars, they're actually parking on the street, legally or illegally. Right, right. Let me understand that. Yeah, that's really important. But uh, right. the parallel with Tokyo, you can't buy a car without a parking space. You have Taiwan, to, you, you you don't need, you, you don't need to buy a parking space. Right. Okay. So that you would have thought that was dealt with at the point of purchase. Yeah. Right. You, the police actually come around your place in Tokyo and measure out. The yes. Parking. Exactly. So in Taiwan, you can buy us buy any, a like car any, without any sort of nothing. like necessary no parking space. No. As right. long so as you have money, you get you you, you like you know pay with cash. And right. then you just, you're done with cash. It. Speak. So yeah. what are the numbers here? You've got six hundred and forty thousand. That's the indoor parking spaces, and that is the target that we are targeting right now to right. Taipei. So there's nearly 400,000, 392,000 vehicles don't have a parking no. space. So there's nearly twice, there's nearly two private spa parking spaces for every 
car that doesn't have a space. Exactly, right. 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 Yeah. Okay. Do you have an idea of the, the spare capacity with the indoor private parking spaces of the 640,000? Yeah, that's the indoor parking spaces that we have, the number that we have in Taipei City. Right. And how yeah. many of those are not being used or available or would be available for those 392,000? Okay, so for the 640,000 um, uh, indoor parking spaces, I think uh, one third is actually vacant. It's right. just not, Va being, not being used. Not being used. Why? I actually don't know. Or, you know, that it could be, well, when I say it's not being used, I, I, I mean, it's not, um, like, it could be for company use. Yeah. Like, you know, people park in the morning, but they, 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 drive, they, drive, they drive out right, right, at night. Right. So it's vacant at night. And actually yeah. the, 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 re the, the residents, um, people who's living close to that area can use that at night, but they don't, they're not opened up for outsider. Right. So this like goes back to your point about Airbnb. Exactly. Yeah. It's redundancy in the model, isn't redundancy. it? There's a lot yes. of latency, I suppose, where, yes. you know, there's, it's there, it's just being used partly. And that, you know, if somebody uses it two hours, three hours a yeah. day, that basically blocks off a whole day. Exactly. Right. right. Okay. But if you have a more optimized matching algorithm right you could park somebody in there for six yeah. hours a day whilst they're at the office and so on and then right okay yeah all right, i'm with you yeah all right we've identified the problem i want to dance forward a little bit you've got uh, this interesting a slide at the end of the pitch deck which sort of um talks about the problem as well it's in yeah. your conclusion but i think it's important to bring to the front right the problem yeah you say 40% of the scooter accidents in Taipei is caused by parallel parking on the street. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about this? Right, I got this number from Taipei City when I spoke to them. Yeah. And uh, because you, when you have like, um, you know, Taiwan has just too many scooters on the streets. Yeah. And uh, every time when a parallel parking, you know, people park their car and when they open a door, uh, unconsciously, scooter just run run after that. Yeah. So forty seven percent of the accident for scooters actually um, caused by the parallel parking. So um, that is also a problem and issue that Taipei City actually brought it up um, to the table and say that they have a plan to remove the parallel parking actually, but they don't disclose to the citizen because they know people will go against it because mm. this is how we live right now we don't want to change right but they have a plan a long-term plan to 2025 to reduce the parallel parking by 50 percent so by saying that uh the the parking spaces will be eliminated and uh, convert be, to sidewalk yeah convert to sidewalk right so, so there will be less parking spaces later on in a few um next six years right but what are they going to replace them with a sidewalk but okay so but where are they going to park the cars no, I mean, so like when they meet me, they're so happy. Oh, right, okay, okay. So they don't right. have a plan to, they, they don't, they, they don't they, have an official plan. They actually do have an official plan. Right. So like school, hospital, or like in you know, the uh, government, you know, uh, th those like government-owned buildings, they already open it up for the outsider to use. Yeah, you can't park in a hospital though, surely. Right, I, I'm not so sure how oh, that yeah, works. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, yeah, that the hospital car parking is like the, you know, the most oversubscribed <laughs> parking in any city, right? Right, so, yeah. You're going to have them parking in like the, the ambulance bays and everything? <laughs> no, right? we're not, no, I'm sure okay. we're not going to do that. Okay, so yeah. very interesting. 47% of accidents caused to scooters. Parallel parking, yeah. Cyclists as well. Cyclists. And there's a lot of cyclists right. in Taiwan, right? So, so much, so many. Okay, um, so really we're talking about a smart city solution yeah. here. Yeah. And I, I know Taiwan's quite advanced in smart cities as right. well. So Taipei, yeah. there's a lot of talk about, you know, the... Um, clean energy and electric buses right all those i mean it's quite advanced isn't yeah. it taipei compared to a lot of asian cities right except when it comes to parking <laughs> exactly so yeah. enter you guys take yeah. a pass so let's talk about the solution what is your solution so the strip parking um we're trying to open it up if you look at the two um different level um because we have the um, strategy uh how to penetrate 
the market. So at the moment, uh, one is the hourly, and mm. uh, one is the monthly users. So when I talk about hourly, it's very straightforward. Um, you book in advance, you book for one hour parking space, and you can use them. But um, this uh, hourly is actually a bit more harder to penetrate because it's something new. Mm. Uh, people are not used to it. So we, because I actually knocked the door to all the buildings already, and uh, majority they will say no for it because of the security issue. But um, I think simply because they are just not so used of this kind of technology and this new business model. So in majority, um, they never tried it. They don't want to try it. So um, so alternative, I was like, okay, so why don't we just do monthly? Because month monthly um, uh, parking for rents is very common and majority mm. in Taipei. So okay, let's just set up for monthly for now, right? So people use monthly, and I just give it give them a button of already, mm. and people who want to press that, they press it. They use them, right? So every time when I speak to my customer, I was like, you know, like before you rent out your monthly uh, parking space to the outsider, you know, there's there must be a period of time that you know you can't have the customer. Right, so there might be a month, there might be right. three weeks. I was, why don't you just rent now for for already for for a while? It was like, yeah, sure, why not? Yeah. Right, so, so you get them on board with monthly, exactly, and then right. once they're on board with the idea, right, hourly probably for them might be more profitable as well. It's more profitable, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so I mean, that that is the strategy that we actually um like dive in and and, and to and to put in front of it. Okay. Mm. Tell me about knocking on the doors of people because wow. it, it may <laughs> it may sound like. It you know getting away from the technology a bit, but <clears throat> any investor likes to hear this. This is your hustle deck, right? Right. Okay. Um, who did you knock on the doors? Tell us a little bit about those conversations. Okay. So um, I actually quit my job uh, in no on November 2017, and uh, my app launch uh, August 2018. So there is like almost uh, more than half year of time I was in Taiwan. <laughs> So um, just to prepare my app launch. So before that, I want to make sure I have enough suppliers, right? I mean, mm -hmm. on my on my on my supply side on my app. So I started to um, speaking with all the buildings uh, people, and I was like, "Do you want to use this app? What is your uh, interest rate of using this?" And uh, majority of saying that because I started with hourly. So um, I think ninety five percent they're saying no uh, usually. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so, like you know, first building, second building, third building, fourth building it was like. This is not right. We should do something different, because you know all the feedbacks from uh, the the people out there. They just don't want to try something new. Mm. Think about it. I mean, for the house owner, they usually they're more um, like older, because they're they're they, they're like they they don't like to try something new, right? So um, you have to trying to convince them in the stuff they're using it or the, the way they're so um, in common. So monthly is what I thought about it. I was like, okay, monthly maybe something we should try it. So on the fifth, sixth, seventh buildings um, that we started knock the door and, and people started to stop and listen to you. So that is when we start to say, oh, okay, monthly is the target we should actually focus at this moment. Mm. So I started to plan for the monthly on an app as well. So, um, and later on, I went back home and I started to Google and do a lot of um, um, investigate it on, on the internet. And I realized there are actually a few of um, the groups on the Facebook, uh, people, when they look for the monthly, uh, they actually post their Right. Um, so they're actually the doing Facebook. this already ad hoc. Ad, ad hoc, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, you know, there's only like one uh, in Taiwan at the moment. So why don't we create more right. on a Facebook? And I started to get more customers from there after I created my groups. Right. So that's a good sign that there is a very rudimentary solution out there. Right. Because the need is so high maybe that people will go to Facebook and just post or maybe a WhatsApp group, for example, and just yeah. post stuff randomly. Right. And 
you know, it's hit or miss whether or not they But get. I mean, that is still a minority on the Facebook because mm. usually the house owner, they're like over 45 years old, you know, 50 years old. They like to post, you know, they just like to print out and post out in front of the door. Oh, right? okay. So um, that's the reason why I walk on the street every day and I start to, you know, take a picture of it and I just call them. Yeah. Right. So, there's so the, what was that like, those conversations when you called them? I was just like, you know, hey, I mean, because I, I, I read your posters on, on in front of the door and, and you're renting for your, mm. you know, and, you know, the first... Uh, few times I told them that I'm like, you know, an a, like sort of an agency, right? Yeah. And they just say no for it, right? Yeah. So after that, I told them, you know, like, like I'm interested in your parking space. Can we meet? Yeah. Right. So after you meet, it's more much easier to convince than on the telephone because on the telephone, they don't want to listen to you. It's more like, you know, they're getting a lot of sales call every day. Of course. Day. Yeah. 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 So that's I, nothing to do with you. That's just the nature of how you're approaching them. Exactly. Like. Right. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> so you went out and hustled. How many no doors did you knock on, do you think? Oof, I don't know. I don't know. Like more, like... Give it a number. Okay. Um, telephone calls, I think more than 40, 50 at yeah. least. And uh, meet them in person, I think 20 times, I guess. Okay. And uh, go by every individual buildings. I've done it for about two, three months. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know how many, 20, 30, 40. I have no idea. It didn't count. Okay. Yeah. But this is great insight and feedback as well isn't it meeting yep. people face to face and hearing them yep. as well and hearing their frustrations as well in a way right yeah maybe like you said the only people that ever approach them are salespeople. Yeah. They're trying to sell them a service, right. right? So they're a little bit suspicious. And at the same time, maybe I can't be bothered. To, it's more trouble than it's worth to rent this right. out and all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> yes. All right. Let's have a look at where you are in terms of the journey. So you, you went out and you hustled. Yeah. You did your door knocking, your phone calls, your cold calls. Yeah. Right? So right. you've done all that. If we jump back into the pitch deck. Yeah. There's a couple of slides here. If I sort of go back a little bit, slides four and five, what you've achieved so far. Yeah. So you've got a little bit here. I'll just flick forward to the Facebook fan page and then also to your facts and achievements. Tell us some data in terms of where you are, numbers, how far you've come and so on. Right. So we actually set up the um, like our own targets, about 400 parking spaces uh, within half years because um, it's only me and my partner. Mm. and just two of us and we don't have that much resources so it was like we were like you know 400 parking spaces uh, within half year let's just don't mind about the, any transactions there let's just make sure the supplies are enough so when the app launch people see it they see enough parking spaces there so they will use them right I know a lot of like entrepreneurs they just make the products and they were like you know, people open up the app and it's just nothing, zero. Yeah. And they delete it next day. And we don't want that to happen, right? So for the first half year, I would just want to be very hustle, um, just trying to get more numbers on the uh, parking spaces. And very luckily that we actually achieve uh, more than 500 parking spaces right. uh, within half year. Mm. And uh, so we thought it's a good timing uh, to look for investor to put uh, more um, capital to invest on the marketing and also on our engineer teams. Right. Because, you know, um, they're already have about one, it's 1 1.3, but we have 1.5K uh, registered at the moment up till today. Are they, are they parkers or are they no, parking they're, space owners? Uh, both, both. Oh, okay. Both, just people who register on our app. Yeah. Right. So these people, they gave us, they gave us a lot of feedbacks already and, and we don't have a team, engineer teams to fix the bugs or, you know, to implement the UI. So um, we thought that it's actually a good time at mm. the moment to just look for investor mm. uh, to get the team on and uh, to start to rock and roll. Okay. Yep. You've done 51 transactions there. That means people uh, have paid to use they, a space. Right. Exactly. And they, what, they, 
Go on, sorry. Sorry, yep. So 51 um, transactions there um, is actually people trying to book through our app already. Yeah. And uh, that was not part of plan. Uh, that uh, was not part of our plan, but it was uh, very lucky that we got people to use it. However, our app uh, itself is uh, some bugs. So when we um, see the transaction there, that is not successful. And uh, it, the, it says it's failure. We, I start to pick up the, the, the phone call and start to call them, say, yeah. hey, what's going on, right? You just can't use them or what, what was the situation, right? So I just trying to bring the both parties together and to meet them so they get the um, transactions done successfully, uh, manually. Why, why were they falling through the transactions? Well, I mean, like they're trying to book um, throughout an app and uh, it just, um, some bugs, you know. Uh, like the payment gateway? The payment ga uh, gateways uh, or yeah. just, just 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 frozen and just okay. crash or whatever reason. Yeah. Yeah. And your model is you take a percentage of that transaction? I do. I yeah. do. Yeah. 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 So we take a percentage um, on the driver's side. Yeah. You actually. don't charge the parking space owner? Well, not the owner at the moment because we need them. Right. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, you say at the moment, will you charge in future? Uh, I was thinking, I, I was considering yes, but um, I don't know yet. I right. want to see how it goes. Right. Yeah. You could maybe have premium spaces, couldn't you? you could, I, I, I actually, I'm actually playing on that. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I mean, playing on that. It, it, for example, I mean, I mean, I mentioned it before, like with landlords. Yeah. Like when they, if they buy a property, um, the mar the margins on a property are quite small. Let's yeah. say it's 10, 20% of right. the actual rental figure is their profit. But if they add a parking space, it's 100% profit. Yeah. Because that parking space comes with the property and it's all money to the bottom line. Right. So yeah. once you start getting professional landlords on yeah. this and they start saying, well, maybe I can break even on the rental, but if I add a parking space, yeah. I can make an extra 10%, 15% on my right. mortgage, right? On right. my rental yield. That is great for them. Yeah. And then once you start getting that in, then you may have people saying, look, okay, for me, this is like an investment, right? Right. Uh, I can buy parking spaces. Yeah. Now I want premium listing. Yeah. I'm willing to spend a few hundred bucks on that, right? Right. Okay. But like, you know, I, for, for that story, um, <laughs> I'm not so sure if it's different in Singapore and Taiwan because, you know, buying a land and an apartment in Taiwan is, is super expensive at the moment. And uh, so when I say it's an extra, you know, like, like you know, if it's an extra money for them, they don't really care because it's a small amount of money for them because they usually yeah. are more uh, richer. So um, we're trying to like, you know, get them like, you know, less hassle. Uh, we don't want them really to use them that much. So we spoke to a lot of um, building security or, uh, or security companies. I want them to work on the app later on mm. in the future. So the house owner, they just, you know, leave everything for their security and they just pay them partial, you know, profits. So they don't have to do anything, but they start still earning money, mm. a small amount of money for them. Right, so I think that would be more ideal, um, especially in Taipei, mm. right? But I, I know if I duplicate this kind of methods or this kind of um, business model to oversee, it might be a little bit different. Right. Yeah. You okay. have to localize. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the basics are the same, but there may yeah. be some local flavors, nuances, right? Right. So like, for example, if you took it to Japan, yeah. there may be a different economics involved, but the basics are the same. The basics are the same. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. There's another slide here. Yeah. Talking about your journey, the fan page, the groups versus app downloads. Where are you getting your users from? Right there. <laughs> uh, which one? Are, which one's providing the uh, most? Okay, the fan page, the groups. Okay, so I have a Facebook fan page, and the fan page and the groups are totally different things for 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 our company. Yeah. So groups are very straightforward. I need a parking space. I, I need a parking space, or or I have a parking space. I want to lease. 
Okay, so people, I mean, demand and supply is on there, straightforward. But for the fan page itself, I don't want to sell our product on our fan page simply because you know people are just so tired of seeing all the you know advertisements and mm. on the internet. So our fan page, we deliver. Why do you use Takupa? What can we do for our city better? So I deliver a lot of messages that if you don't park your car on a on a parallel parking, but instead on the indoor, we will have a better. Um, city environment, and、mm. the government will provide more sidewalks for you. So that is, you know, an ideal and a dream for the citizen to pursue a better city. Yeah, because you know, in the startup and nowadays, we always talking about, you know, solving like what is your pain point, what do you solve, but you know, beyond that, I want to give our people say, like, what can we do better,、mm. right? I know we're all set, we we are all satisfied, um, like what we are and where 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 and where we're from and whatever. But like you know, there's certain thing that you can actually make your lifestyle, make your city better. And what is that? So we want to throw that questions to our our people, right? So on the fan page, actually, we have more people start to agree of our、um, philosophy of doing business. So、um, when those people there stick with us, they will not change if there is other competitor coming、mm. out because majority a majority of the commercial product they're just selling their 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 products. More likely, so、mm. um, when people are like they they really understand about your philosophy, they agree with it. They will always you know follow you, and even your mistake、mm-hmm. that you made, they will just wait for you to to be better. Yeah, later on, even this time、um, because our app has a lot of、um, bugs and stuff, and there are a lot、um, one or two users they are telling me say, I mean, why are you not fixing your bug? I really want to use your app. And I told them we're a startup, right? We're right now of capital and stuff. He was like, you know what? If you need like you know engineer, I I, I can I can actually introduce to you. So like, this kind of you know like feedbacks to us, we're so appreciated,、mm. and we start to understand people really care about their their lifestyle, their 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 city, their their environment, and they want their they're with us. They want to make their city better. Yeah, that is a good example in building a. A movement rather than a business, right? exactly yeah, right. And the business really is a solution within the movement.、You're、right. About how do、yes. we improve our lifestyles? Which brings me to the question of why do you care? Why do you care about this? Why you? Okay, so、um, so I was in Canada、uh, for twelve years, and I went back to, to Taiwan, and I was like, because I left my country for long enough, I'm like, what, what's going on with Taiwan? Like you know, compared、mm. to Canada, Canada is so beautiful country. You know why? What's going on? So I start to dive in. You know to to look at the city problems, and like I'm always complaining about my, my my country. You know, and so one day I was like, you know, besides complaining, I can do something for that. You know, you can convert that. You know, your complaints and to like you know something to to to、um, improve and or、yeah. implement. So I start to think about something business, uh, like in 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 terms of in like you know to to make um things better. Right, so like, so why why parking specifically when it comes to business? Right, why, why not, for example, like, yeah, yeah. alleviating poverty or helping <laughs> old people? Because there's so many things you could do, and、exactly. I'm not saying one's better than the other. But why did that mean something more to you? Right, because I think the traffic in Taiwan and the parking、um, problem issue in Taiwan is a chaos. It's really a chaos. I always think if you look at the number、um, of Taiwan, it's actually quite on the top five. Right,、uh, economically or or、mm. like ecosystem, whatever. But if a foreigner come into the Taiwan today, if he, if he, they they arrive in the airport and they they going on to the city, they was like, "Are you sure Taiwan is an innovative city?、Uh, country, right. right?" So I always ask my question, "What can I do better?" Right? What can I do better? I th- I think we we should change something. 
and I'm a person who really like to jog and walk on the city. You know, I can spend like 10 hours a day on the weekend without using any MRT, no mm. bikes, just walk. We, is that what you did in Canada? Uh, not really, but in Japan, yes. Oh, of course, in Japan, <laughs> it's fantastic for walking, right? Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic for walking. So I want Taiwan to become like Japan. Right. Yeah, so, I, and I realized, you know, like sidewalk and parking spaces is conflict in Taiwan. Yeah. yeah. Do you think that your experience of living in Canada and Japan helped you see that? Because if you- Yes, grew, indeed. Grew up in Taipei or Taiwan and You're not going to see that. Right, you, you're so used, to, this is how it is, right? Yeah. Like you're sort of, you're so used to it. Yeah. Because I spoke to a lot of Taiwanese people, like the local friends there, and they just, I mean, what's going on with their traffic? It's, it's good. <laughs> I look at South Asia. I was like, what do you compare to South Asia? Right. You compare to Japan. Look at right? compared to Jakarta. We're doing all right. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, we can do better. Yeah. I always tell them we can do better. Interesting. And it takes, I mean, it's a fascinating riff in this idea of the immigrant entrepreneur. Yeah. And I know you're not an immigrant in your own country, but yeah. you've lived outside and right. you've seen things. Yeah. And I think that's what people bring when they come from the outside in. Yeah. They challenge ideas and status quo and say, why not? Right. Exactly. Yeah, why, why can't it be like this? I've seen how it could be here. Right. So those people who've lived outside bring in something unique. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see if you can apply that to Taiwan <laughs> moving forward and the rest right. of Asia as well. You mentioned your co-founder as well, and I want to bring up the the slide of your team here. Okay, sort of dance towards the end of the, the pitch deck. Um, now, you have yourself, Kaiyin Lin, and yeah. you you have to pronounce his name. I'm not going to do it. Uh, Hao Qi. Hao Qi Zhang. Yeah, Hao Qi Zhang. Hao Qi Zhang. Okay. Um, how did you guys meet? Okay, because I was outsourcing my um, my development uh, product and uh, with a professor actually uh, for a college. And the, co the, the professor actually introduced him to me. So, um, and he actually made my UI and UX. Yeah. So um, I was like, why don't we work together? Hmm. He was like, let's do it. What was his background? Uh, his background is, he's, he's a fresh graduate student. Okay. Yeah. So he's on the UI, right. uh, his major. Okay. Yeah. And your background, I already talked a little bit about it, but uh, you, you, you did recruitment in Japan? In Japan, In yes. Japanese? In, in, in English, actually. Okay. Yeah, because my Japanese is not good enough in, mm. in, in, in for doing business. Actually. So you did two, how many years were you? Two doing? and a half years. Two and a half years, okay. Right. So in your team, essentially, you are the hustler, the sales guy. Right. And he's the designer. He's a designer. Okay. Right. Your next hire would be? A technical for sure, yeah. Co-founder, yeah. Technical co-founder. Okay, yeah. All right, and um, where does it go from here? You raising at the moment? Are you I'm recruiting raising. at the moment? Tell us a little bit about what's next. Uh, I'm raising at the moment. Okay, so <laughs> I think I have enough data to show at the moment, yeah. and uh, we can prove the markets out there yeah. and the transactions out there, and we want to raise the money and start to uh, recruit team. Okay. Teams, uh, Before I ask you what your raise is, is how have yeah. you funded it until now? Uh, by myself, my own saving. Okay, so you funded right. it. All. So how long have you been you've been bootstrapping, and right. <laughs> digging into your savings account yeah. until now? Okay, yeah. And now you're raising. Yes. Um, can you share a little bit about the stage? This would be a seed round. Right? Yes. Yeah. And how much time. are you raising? I would say five hundred k. US. US. Okay. Yeah, five hundred k US to to one mil. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I think five hundred k will be enough for now. Right. Yep. Okay. And what would that buy you, or what would that buy the team? Yeah, for the re. Uh, I would I, like engineer teams yeah. there. And also I spend a little bit of money on the advertisement because I didn't spend any advertisement uh, yet. Yeah. Today. So, um, yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Cause that's quite important, isn't it? Right. Is that your customer acquisition? Right. How would you 
advertise? Would it be Facebook ads, Google ads? Facebook, and... Facebook for now, for sure. Because yeah. you know, I think ninety five percent of Taiwanese they're always on Facebook every day, um, yeah. like more than two hours or something. And uh, Facebook is the majority in Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything missing from your team at the moment that you not necessarily people, but technology yeah. that you need? technology? Yes. Yeah. What what sort of the missing link, the missing parts in your setup at the moment that you need to get to the next level? I think the engineer teams are still right, just, right. And, and they're going to be local in Taiwan as well. Well, yeah, that's better. I think yeah. it's better. Yeah, because I want to be with them together in the same office. Yeah, especially for startups. Yeah, I don't want them to work remotely at the moment. Okay. Yeah, and. As an investor, one of the things I'll be interested in is who else is in this market. So yeah. you mentioned competition and the, the fact that, for example, you're building a community, yeah. which is a barrier to entry, isn't it? If people trust you, yeah. even though you might not be the cheapest mm -hmm. or necessarily have the coolest brand, people right. will stick with you yes. for those yes. reasons, right? That's, yeah. that's that's a real brand and that's right. sort of the relationship that you have. Yeah. Who else is in this market? Is there anybody else moving into this market? Is there anybody else already there? Anything slightly like what you do? Yes, um, there is another company there also called themselves a shared parking uh, services, but um, they're more focused on the um, like not indoor, like outdoor parking space. So um, I think we don't really compete each other uh, very directly. Right. Uh, simply so what's the, what's the difference there? Obviously indoor, outdoor, I understand, but right, why, but why uh, is that any different? Why can't they just do what you're doing? Well, I mean, simply because they're more focused on the hardware system. They're trying to sell like a ground luck. Uh -huh. outdoor right so you know if your car um arrives um on a parking spaces you have to press the button and the lock will like go down uh, like they do in japan right exactly under the car right yeah so they're okay. selling that particular hardware devices and the platform i think is an extra for them right right so um the, i mean they're focused on the outdoor at the moment and that is not what we're trying to go after because we we think outdoor spaces should not Right. It's not for car, it's for people. So theirs is basically hardware based with a, a SaaS model built into it, whereas yours is just the platform. Just the so, platform service, yeah. Okay, interesting. Very good. And um, yeah, I mean, very interesting what you're trying to build in Taiwan. Why are you here then in Singapore? Well, because like, I'm just trying to look for the investors everywhere in the world. Right. And wherever there's opportunities, I'll just fly over. Okay. Because I think it's very important for me to, <laughs> to raise the fund right now to continue our business. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you've come here to Singapore. A bit of backstory to that. You, uh, last week, you were sick, right? You yeah. had the flu. Right, yeah. And um, <laughs> when, when your flight was due, and you had to, did you did you sort of like haul yourself onto the flight? Yes, half dead? I did. You were like, I did. Okay, I was sort of like thinking if I should just you know extend or whatever, but was like, no, the flight's there. If I change my ticket, it costs money. I have yeah. to go. Yeah. <laughs> well, it says it says a lot, isn't it? Because you know, you came, you bought a flight ticket to come here to Singapore to do this show right. to get. You're coming to the event on the twentieth yeah. as well. Yeah. You were half dead, dying of flu, <laughs> and getting on a flight when you're like that is the worst <laughs> feeling ever, right? Yeah. But you did it. Yeah, right? I did it. And I, I did it. That checks a box. <laughs> Any investor looking at this, no, this really. guy, does he, is he persistent? Right? I, I always think if you don't do it today, when are you going to do it? Right. Yeah. If you can do it, just go. Just yeah. do it. Right? Well, good for you. You're not dying. You're still, you're still alive. <laughs> do it. You're not half dead. You're half alive. I'm right? half alive. Yeah. Good for you. So tell us a little bit about who you want to speak to because right. the, I think as you probably know, there is a lot of cash out there in okay. the startup ecosystem yeah. in Asia. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of money moving around at the moment. 
and I'm sure you won't have a problem raising funds. The challenge will be getting people who can add the value add to the investment. So the extra, right. Are you looking for somebody who comes from the world of parking? Are you looking for somebody who comes from the world of real estate? What, what would be good for you in terms of an investor that conversation? Very interesting questions. I never thought about that because um, the reason why I come to Singapore this time, I was thinking that South Asia could be a potential market for my for my app as okay. well. That's yeah. the reason why I'm also here. I want to explore and people can brought, uh, you know, they, they can bring me to the South Asian market as well. Because I think the traffic itself um, in South Asia is also a chaos. And uh, I've been uh, to Vietnam, I've been to Thailand, I've been to Cambodia, a lot of South Asian countries. I think we have a similar questions. Yeah. yeah. I mean, problems. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Okay. You're open to all conversations as well as people, like you said, who may be able to open doors into new markets right. as well. Yeah. Excellent. Kai Yin Lin, thank you so much for <laughs> thank you very much, making Ram. it here. And, yeah. you know, finding the energy within yourself to get on that <laughs> flight and making it. And, you know, you're looking in much better condition now. Thank so you. wishing you all the best for your ongoing journey of Takupa and wishing you all the best for the event this yep. week. Yep. Looking forward to seeing um, how you get on then. And I'm sure the investors as well, looking forward to having a conversation with yep. you. And as well, meeting the other founders right. who are doing their thing. Everybody's out there hustling like yourself. Exactly. It's great to share stories. So, Right. What is your preferred channel for people to reach out with you? LinkedIn work for you? A LinkedIn work for me, yeah. Excellent. Okay, we'll put all the details in the show notes. That's awesome. Kai Yin Lin, everybody, yep. all the way from Taiwan. Look out for this guy. And, uh, you know, thanks a lot for coming to share your story with us today. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Excellent. You've been listening to Asia Tech Podcast. Find out more at atp.show.